0: Welcome to the Wind Daily podcast for today, the first day of July, and a uh, very short slate on a Monday after, after a very busy Sunday. I am Scott Engel. I am the king. I am fantasy, along with uh, Mark Paquette. And uh, Mark, short slate, not a lot of weather concerns.
1: Yeah, there could be a pop up, a shower, a thunderstorm in Cincinnati or Texas, but. So often is the case this time of year, postponements are very rare, and I would not expect one today. Um, I'll be keeping an eye on the radar. Um, Could be a possible delay, but I would be pretty shocked if there was a postponement.
0: You know what, I think they should postpone. Maybe they should postpone the All-Star game and revisit the rule of what player from every team has to make it or some of their decisions. How does Sandy Alcantara make the All-Star team with seven losses, a 140 rip, whip, and six starts with over four runs or more allowed? I don't get it. Well, how did, how, did, how did Caleb Smith... Not get voted in, maybe just because he was on the DL. Uh, if they need another pitcher or whatever. Brian Anderson, if anybody should maybe get the vote, but uh, I don't understand how Sandy Alcantara is an All
1: Star. It's a good point. When I first heard you, I thought you had thought you were saying that they had changed the rules of only that every team needed a, a representative, but that's not the case. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, when you have a team that's bad like the Marlins, you're going to have to try to figure out which team to, which player to represent. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, Alvin Travers stats certainly do not scream all-star. Uh, probably one of the most blaring wrong choices in a long time, it looks like.
0: Yeah, I don't think Marcus Stroman should have made it either. It's, he's not exactly an all-star either. With I believe he has nine losses and a 120 whip. So uh, I think they could have found some better guys from each team or at least they have to bend the rule. Uh, Let's, let's move on to today's slate. It's a night slate. The uh, Kansas city blue Jays game is uh, not anything for us to talk about uh, in one Oh five. But for those of you uh, setting weekly lineups this week, uh, you should note that and you need to get it in early. The Cubs are at the pirates, Albert, going against Trevor Williams. Uh, he's uh, going to be on the NLTO, NL's future game roster. Uh, you know, the, the Cubs are excited about this kid. 1-0 and with a 2.0 ERA, nine strikeouts so far against uh, Trevor Williams. So uh, doesn't strike out a lot of guys, but always put up some pretty decent numbers here. This could be a game for pitching here. Uh, you know, when when you look at these uh, two starters, Uh, The first of four games we're going to talk about. Alzele is only 6,400. Trevor Williams is 8,100, but he faces a tough lineup. Yeah, Williams, this is his
1: third start back from a lengthy um, DL stay of over a month. First time out, very bad against Detroit. Second time out against Houston, better. I would expect that better trend to continue. He doesn't, like you said, he's not an all-star pitcher, but he knows how to pitch. He'll keep his team in the game. We're playing at a hitter's—I mean, a pitcher's park, uh, where home runs are really tough to come by, to, especially for right-handed batters. If you can get the ball out the right field, you can hit some home runs at PNC. But yeah, I would think that um, we have a pitcher's duel here. Um, yeah, the young guy for the Cubs—is this is—I I believe this is his second or third appearance in the major leagues. He's been fairly impressive, and and yeah, I have heard. The Cubs talk about him for a while.
0: Yeah, he had a relief appearance, and and he also had a start. And with the lineup like the Pirates not seeing him uh, at at all, uh, I'd probably avoid some Pirates' bats here. Trevor Williams, a decent start, but I don't think you'll get a lot of strikeouts from him.
1: I agree on both parts there. It probably seems like even though it's only a five-game main slate, it, it's tough to get a good read and go anywhere strongly with this game.
0: Yeah, is, is it? Five? Well, yeah, it is a five-game slate. It's, uh, I thought it was four. I have to learn how to count. Okay. Uh, Baltimore's in Tampa Bay. Uh, Baltimore has not announced their starter as yet. Ryan Stanek is going to be the opener for Tampa Bay here. Uh, so another bullpen game for, for, the, uh, for the race. Looks like
1: Ryan Yarbrough is the guy to go here and um again yesterday i shouted out nicholas robert with the umpire report with the cincinnati game um i'll shout him out again today on slack and win daily slack he pointed out that rock Yarborough has already pitched three times against the orioles this year he's come away with two wins um and he's gone seven six and three innings and if he is the lengthy guy which it looks like out uh, of could be an interesting DFS choice at only sixty five hundred on D- uh, DraftKings and sixty three hundred on FanDuel. Um, so that's a, a guy to keep an eye on in terms of arms. Um,
0: Isn't there some danger though? Like, but sure. even though it's the Orioles, about you know seeing this guy the third time and you know knowing, knowing what he's going to throw better.
1: Not only is there a danger in that, there's a danger whether he's going to come in and pitch at all with the. Uh, guy out of the bullpen you never quite know for sure the last time he did pitch was on the 27th and he's been generally going four or five days between appearances so it seems like he's lined up as he hasn't pitched since then Um, and you're right both those points should tend to temper your expectations a little bit but 6,600 on FanDuel he's probably Going to be my cash game pitcher to allow me to spend up on any bat that I want to. Partly because there's really no uh, expensive arms that really excite me.
0: Cincinnati is at Milwaukee. Uh, Adrian Hauser going against Tyler Maylie. Uh, you know, maybe some Reds bats here in play uh, as you look at uh, Adrian Hauser. But so far, you know, only a two two ninety four ERA uh, in relief. But uh, his first start in the rotation uh, was not good. Three runs on four hits and three walks in two innings. Uh, his pitch better out of the bullpen. Said he was very nervous, which is not a good sign. But, uh, you know, maybe he bears down a little here. But, you know, maybe you want to take a chance with a few bats here. Bottles 4,300 on draft kicks. JC Wicker is 4,000. Derek Dietrich, 4,500. Uh, Tyler Maley's been respectable this year. Uh Although uh, he's lost eight of ten games, uh, he's been respectable at times. Uh, this is the first time in the season we face faced Milwaukee, but uh, yeah, the Milwaukee bats are always in play.
1: Yeah, I, I think both sides of the bats are going to be in play. I just uh, a minor correction, I think it was just a, a typo that came out of your mouth that it's in Milwaukee. It's actually games in Cincinnati. I was looking at that for the weather purposes. Um, Still, both parks are hitters' parks, so not much has changed in your thinking there. Um, Yeah, I mean, take a shot. Like you mentioned, Joey Votto has really turned it on in June, and as the calendar turns to July, now we'll get to see if he continues that. $3,300 on FanDuel. I I, I used Suarez yesterday at $3,200 on FanDuel today. Could be another good choice today, even though he's not going against a lefty like he was yesterday. Puig as we talked about yesterday is highly motivated right now. Um, and he had another good game yesterday, 3,400. These are all reds bats. And then obviously when you're talking about the brewers, you've got tons of bats that you can choose of grand has been batting lead off as of late 3,600. How can you ignore Christian Yelich at 4,800, even though he's probably going through his toughest stretch of the season so far.
0: Yeah. Puig's Very motivated. Uh, be even more motivated if Pedro Strop was still in town. That's a good uh, point. That's a good yeah, point. Yeah, but Mayle's <laughs> May actually allowed a uh, three or runs of less than four of his last five starts, so it's it's more of a tournament play. Sure. Uh, the Rangers are at the Angels. Looks like Mike Miner is going to be one of the best pitchers at night. Made the All Star game for the first time. Uh, Ten thousand five hundred going against Jose Suarez. Uh, so. And when you look at Suarez, 557 ERA, uh, so far in the major is going to be called up for triple, triple A for this, uh, start last time started on June 20th when he, he gave up five r- runs in five innings to the Blue Jays. So, uh, some Texas bats are definitely going to be at play here. Uh, minor 10,000, you know, facing an Angels lineup that's performed better, but, uh, you know, When you look at the, the fact that there aren't any other spectacular pitchers on the night, he's probably the best pick uh, that you're probably going to have to build around and just hope.
1: For sure. He's the top arm on the slate. Um, but at 10,800 on FanDuel in an extreme hitter's park against an Angels team that just got a big right-handed bat and Justin Upton back in the lineup. That, that seems like a tough matchup for Minor. Um, a, a funny thing, I'm looking on FanDuel and, and – Suarez, my gosh, if I took a time machine and went back 15 years ago, does he look like Bartolo Colon on FanDuel's picture there? But, yeah, um, so this is a matchup of lefties in extreme hitters park in Texas. You've got to like some bats here. You mentioned Joey Gallo, who seems to be pretty much red hot right now. And even though it's a lefty-lefty matchup, that would not scare me off of using him in DFS in fact, I know that generally a lot of people will be scared off of that, so that may make me want to use him any uh, even more. He's $4,300 on FanDuel.
0: All right, and, uh, yeah, you had two-run homer yesterday. Final game of San Francisco against San Diego. Logan Allen, 9200 on DraftKings. If you want to pivot off of... Uh, if you want to pivot off of minor on DraftKings or even on FanDuel, Allen may be your choice. And you want to get some San Francisco San Diego bats uh against uh, against San Francisco there uh, because they've been very, very hot lately. Uh Manny Machado home 20th homer yesterday. He's 5,100. Eric Cosmer's forty four hundred. Uh Franville Reyes is forty four hundred. I'm not really worried about the splits here. Especially when you look like in the month of June, Fernando Tatis Jr., eleven home runs, twenty-eight RBIs, uh for him this month. And uh he's hitting three thirty-seven in the month of June. Uh Hasma three oh two with thirteen RBIs. Machado, but uh, Machado uh actually I'm sorry. That's not for the month of June. Uh revise that. Uh, gotta use the right drag down. Tatis Jr. three eighty three this month, five home runs. 15 RBIs. Uh, Hosmer is on 314 four, this month with 27 RBIs. Machado, 314, 11 home runs, 27 RBIs. And even Ian Kindler is hitting 309 this month. Uh, so, you know, there's there's four guys right there. Kindler is just 3,300. He can be a punt play for you.
1: Wow. Well, uh, Eagle Bats were hot in June. Jeez. I mean, that's... Uh... Very impressive offensive statistics from Machado, Hosmer, and Tatis especially. Wow. That's a rough, um, if you're an opposing pitcher, that's a rough one, two, three to get by uh, in June. And we have to see if that's going to continue as the calendar turns to July. And there's really no reason not to expect that to continue. Jeff Samarja. Has a good fastball. Yes, he was a former wide receiver at Notre Dame, but he's nothing special right now. So I I think all those bats that you mentioned are in play in in Franville Rays, like you said. Ignore the splits, especially in a small game, uh, small slate. He has probably, besides Joey Gallo and Mike Trout, the most power potential uh, of of anyone today. Um, I, I can't blame you for using him. On the other side, Logan Allen, like you mentioned, very fascinating guy had two starts. His first start was fantastic, and his second start, he struggled a little bit, and I read about it. He just said he did not have good control of his pitches, but yep, he battled through six, seven innings, uh, solid innings against the Orioles, and came out with a no decision, so if that's a bad start, and when he doesn't have his stuff in him, I'll take it. He has some good upside, it looks like.
0: Yeah, and uh, hopefully you'll have good upside today, and uh, we're about to wrap up with Probably will be the, uh, the shortest podcast in WinDaily Daily history, but there's a lot more for you, especially when you upgrade to premium gold. Check out our daily projections and our live chat Slack, uh, slack chat room where you can get one-on-one coaching from all the fantasy experts, including Mark, very friendly price for one year. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again soon.